Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Okay, we're on the shore. Yeah, so we are a helpful fan has come out to hold the rope for us. His name's Patrick. Patrick. Patrick at the, you know, when 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 we give Patrick the signal, he's going to kick us out onto the lake. And toss the rope into this. Yeah. Uh, we should mention that our cameraman, Jay, uh, tried to get in the boat, and it seemed like the boat would probably sink. Yeah, I think we are pushing it as far as uh, weight goes. I think this is probably a boat uh, that ideally children would be in. Right. Does not feel fit for two larger adults, but uh, I think we're going to make the best of it. It has a certain elegance. It does have a certain elegance. What is that, a Pelican brand? Yeah, I think that's a Pelican. Yeah. Okay. So we're pedaling. We're okay, getting a Patrick, little bit of motion. That, toss that toss rope the rope and give the... us a kick if you can. Oh. We're, wait, no, we're moving. Hey, we're going. Okay, we, maybe we don't need the kick. <laughs> this doesn't seem, I guess, I don't know. So we seem to be veering in a direction, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> How do we steer? Oh, you have a crank. Yeah, I'm trying to... Just turn okay, your crank. Now we're, now we're going backwards. You have a steering crank. The police are on to us, it sounds like. <laughs> uh, I'm fine doing this whole thing backwards. If this is easiest... No, I'm going to make us make a turn. So we're right now we're going backwards. Okay. You're, these you're manning... These are beautiful coots, by the way. I just want to... I mean... Are they coots or loons? Hard to say. I'm saying coot. I call them toonies. Oh. That's okay, now you're from Canada, and, yeah. you're, and I'm a stripper. Sure. Um, I haven't figured out which way you turn the thing to turn the. Okay, here we this go. Is like this is like Soul Cycle. It is like Soul Cycle without the bumping soundtrack. Yeah. If we do this again, we should have more club music. Right. Uh, now we're pumped. just turning in circles again. Yeah, the boat seems to naturally want to just go in a circle. So let's address a concern that I had not really thought about. Sure. What if the boat is non-navigable? Like, what if there's no way for us to steer this thing? Yeah, and we, we just kind of broke the rudder along the, the way here somehow. Could be. Okay. No, now we're going forward a little bit. I think I just went over. A, I think I just spotted a lobster trap. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that would doesn't really make sense. This is not salt water and. I definitely wouldn't want to eat anything that came out of here. Maybe what they were trying to catch, they would use for pet purposes. Here we are. Okay, this is nice. Right now we're probably 30 feet out into the center of the lake. So what's the goal? Yeah, we should have probably come up with a goal. So here's something I was talking about with the MaxFun staff when we were looking out over the lake earlier, is that there is a dick-shaped island Uh in the middle of the lake. Maybe not the middle. Right. There's a Dick Island. It's right across from Vagina Peninsula. Right. And, of course, the Butt Fjord. <laughs> um, so maybe we should try and dock briefly at Dick Island. Okay. Have a little siesta on Dick Island. This thing really goes a lot faster backwards. Than yeah, it forward. sure does. So we um, want to head towards Dick Island? Yeah, let's do that. Let's make Dick Island our you know kind of midpoint goal. We'll report from scenic Dick Island, you know, like Darwin went to the Galapagos, so too will we travel to Dick Island to catalog the species there. I've turned the till and we are literally making a 360 degree turn. 
ever since the last time you said Dick Island, we've been making a turn. Hmm. What's been your boat experience up till now? What? How many boats would you say you've been on in your entire life? I went on a catamaran. Okay. In Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Is that something you have to pedal? No, but you can. Okay. It's optional. Yeah. You know, it's not going to help get you anywhere, but if you just need the workout. Sure. And you do. I've been on a canoe in summer camp. Mm-hmm. Did not care for that at all. Okay. Not an outdoorsy type, Jordan. Sure. And uh, been on some ferry boats. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, let's see. What boats have I been on? I've been on, I've been on a few jet skis. Really? I have. In what circumstances? I guess maybe these were more... So I guess a, a proper jet ski you stand up on, but I, I was on a sit-down thing, so that's something different. I think jet ski enthusiasts would say that is not a jet ski. That's just a motorized, you know, pussy boat or something like that. <laughs> so I've been on a motorized pussy boat, and again, I'm speaking from the perspective of a jet ski enthusiast. This is not me. I... I don't use pussy derogatorily. Right. No, pussies are strong, They're flexible. Strong. Yeah, flexible. They give life. But I am speaking now as a, you know, closed-minded jet ski enthusiast when I say that. Uh, yeah, so I've been on a couple of jet skis. I have... You're turning around again. I've never been on a party boat or a booze cruise. Really? Yeah. I would like to go on one. That seems to me like something that would have come up in your life. Boy, you know, you'd think so. You had that whole period of time when you worked for an action sports network. You would think that all they would do is party yeah, boats and booze that cruises. whole tenure at that job did not include one invitation to go on a party boat or booze cruise. God, that's bullshit. Now I'm mad. I should have brought a couple of beers out here. When I was in Copenhagen, I saw an Indian wedding on a boat. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it seems nice. A lot of drumming. Yeah, yeah. And yelling. Hmm. You know, like somebody would run through. It was sort of like the beginning of a football game. I'd like to go to more exotic non-white weddings. I know, so would I. Do we have any Bengali listeners out there who want uh, who would want to invite us to their wedding? Yeah. What are the What are the traditions of your nation? Sure. How do you bond two souls eternally? Yeah. What's the best way to fuck one of your bridesmaids? <laughs> Please tell us in the comments. Does this have comments? We're really doing a terrible job of trying to go in one direction. This boat. Yeah. So let's talk about what kind of boat we got. Sure. Um, Brian and Christian went to get this boat for us. They went and got it in like Newport Beach, California. Mm -hmm. It's maybe like an hour away from L.A. Yeah, it's on the coast in Orange County. Uh, they call that the South Coast. Sure. Um, I know. How I think maybe the it? best the best way to describe it is that if, if if there's a place where people have spare boats that they're looking to get rid of. Yeah. You're going to want to go to Orange County. But not salty people. No, no, no. We're talking about... Uh, These are boat hobbyists. Yeah, people in Varney sunglasses. The people do not use the boats for their livelihood. Wait, we got to go back the other direction. Can I work the crank now? Yeah, work the crank. Okay. You want to get... What, what you want to do is mm -hmm. get some spit on there. Okay. Pump the bottom and kind of mm -hmm. graze the top. Hmm. That sounds like a blowjob tip, Jesse. Oh, sorry. We also haven't discussed what we're going to do with this boat. Oh, sure, yeah, once the once the podcast is over. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. Are we talking too much about the boat? Should we just get into some more general topics? Yeah, I think we promised people a regular Jordan Jesse Go, right? Yeah, so I mean, I think that, you know, this should have our, you know, signature blend of, you know, anecdotes and... Loon sounds. Nostalgia for the 90s. What's, what, what from the 90s should we remember out here? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Was there an aquatic version of Saved by the Bell at all? I, um, you know, there was a season of Saved by the Bell where they all worked at a beach club. Uh-huh. And there were a lot of romances and is that uh, true? shenanigans. There is, yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, there was like a whole thing. What were their jobs at the beach club? Oh, boy. Um, Had they graduated from high school? I think it was nebulous. I think they just did whatever. Whatever the plot needed them to be doing. I think this was like between, this was like the summer between... You know, junior and senior year. Have we addressed... But were they still in... So it was a summer thing? Yeah, it was a summer thing. The summer season of the show? Uh, Hard to say. I don't know when it originally aired. I mean, I think I'm more familiar with Saved by the Bell and syndication. Can I tell you something about Saved by the Bell? Sure. That amazes me? Hmm. We're not that old. No. When we were 12, Mm -hmm. people watched that show mm-hmm. en masse. Yeah. Like a million 12, year, 12 13, and 14-year-olds sure. all together mm-hmm. watched Saved by the Bell yeah. on UHF. Mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell is horrible. It's real bad. Yeah, it, it is. God awful. Yeah, sure. And we, I watched it so many times. Yeah, absolutely. Like, think about how much of your life you spent watching Saved by the Bell. You know, I think there's just, there was this, there was this, time and i think that if you had working parents this was particularly important and i think that our generation does we have had way more working parents than the previous generations right so there was just this time when you got home from school but before maybe your parents got home from work where you were just hanging around right and a lot you know and and saved by the bell was just on in that weird zone between 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. Jordan, I don't mean to interrupt you, but sure. I did just see a drug deal, so that was cool. Oh, did you really? What yeah. what sorts of drugs do you think? Uh, probably marijuana. I mean, yeah, it could be something H? harder. Yeah, it could be H. Hmm, interesting. How did you? Now, what did you see exactly? I wasn't paying attention. So they call it a hand to hand. Ah, and when I say they, I mean the characters on the wire. Sure. That's where you've learned about all your drug issues. Oh, that my lifestyle. Sure, your drug-addled lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that, I think that we, us us being kids who, you know, a lot of times came home to an empty house, you know, there was just this time when we had to entertain ourselves and Saved by the Bell had crammed itself onto television in that two hour window. So it was just this weird thing that we all experienced together. What other things, I mean, why is, why does Saved by the Bell loom so large above all the rest of them? Were there other things that? I think there were uh, like other things on TV, other things in that genre. I watched Tiny Toon Adventures. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of, I mean, that's, you know, that's I our... I don't think, I bet Tiny Toon Adventures isn't bad. Yeah, I bet there's some, I mean, I think that those Warner Brothers shows, you know, varied pretty wildly in quality. But yeah, I bet there's some good Tiny Toons that, uh, that still hold up. Still, Animaniacs still pretty funny. No. Singing about the okay, countries. Now, now let, let's talk a little bit about geography here, because we sure. are about... Ten clicks from Dick Island. Yeah, but but in between Dick Island and us right now, yeah, is a towering water Spout. fountain. Yeah, so I definitely don't think we should steer the boat 
anywhere close to that water fountain. I think that'll push us off course. I think it, 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 if any water gets in the boat, we're likely to sink. So yeah, I think we should, we should avoid, that, avoid that spout at all costs. It's a mighty spout, too. She's gorgeous. Yeah, just beautiful. It's one of those natural wonders, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Yosemite. Yeah, the Griffith Park spout. Or, excuse me, the MacArthur Park spout. Yeah, I mean, you, you hear about them, but when you, get, when you get the chance to see Yosemite... Griffith Park spout one ain't these, shit compared to the MacArthur, MacArthur Park spout. One of these natural wonders, you know, that God made. Tongue twister, MacArthur Park spout. Empire State Building. Sure, yeah. King Kong. Sure. Uh, yeah, so I think if we can if we can steer ourselves a little bit away from the spout, but we have demonstrated pretty conclusively that we can steer ourselves. No, I know. Any yeah, that is that is wishful thinking. Do you think? I mean, maybe the spout's natural properties will push us away from it. It's not a whirlpool, but it's literally directly between us and Dick Island. Yeah, but I mean, I think if we just take a little detour, thusly. But I mean, your here's the thing. We can't your do anything. Idea, we can't do anything we want to do. Your idea of our ability to manage the steering on this boat mm-hmm. far outstrips the reality of the situation. Sure. I guess I just I assume we'll grow into it at a certain point. Really? Yeah. The, if we just keep doing this enough, we'll learn how to like a sweater your aunt made for you. Yeah, we'll learn how to how to tame this filly. Okay. I okay. think if we go forward now, we'll avoid the fountain. And we'll uh, dock safely onto Dick Island. We're just going around in a circle. That's Don't place. worry, we didn't forget about you, Balls Island. <laughs> That's a real island, Jordan. Uh, wait, it's a ta- I mean, I should I should say that Dick Island's shape includes its balls. Does it? Yeah, that's why Dick Island looks so much like a dick, is that it's long and thin, but has two, you know, globules. So otherwise it would just be a, a plain old-fashioned Yeah, it's not select. Shaft Island. Right. Uh, it only occurred to me recently that Shaft was a dick pun. Really? Yeah. You know that Superfly is very vulval, though, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Boy, I'm learning a lot today. Yeah. So every time we try and do something on purpose, it does not work in this boat. No. Uh-uh. So maybe we should think about, maybe we just trick this thing. Maybe we say, hey, let's sail right into the fountain. Fuck it. We've got a death wish. And then just kind of by, by the you know by judging by what's gone on so far, we will avoid the fountain because that's where we want to go. But just think about how badly you want to go to the fountain, and then we'll naturally avoid it because you know we want it. Doesn't seem to be any police out. I don't think we've attracted any kind of attention. We've actually done a not half bad job. Just by going forwards when we're pointed in the forwards direction and backwards when we're pointed in the back backwards direction. Mm-hmm. How much of this? How much of us not being able to steer this? Do you think is our ineptitude, and how much do you think is that that the boat is broken? There's kind of a lot of water on your side. What's going on over there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, my side is uh, definitely taking on water. I don't know. Well, what are you gonna do? We've uh, upset some birds. They're flying out of the reeds. Okay, now we're headed straight for Dick Island. Oh, great. Now, this looks like some kind of bird kingdom to me. Yeah, Dick Island seems to be a uh, kind of a utopia for various water birds. They're all living in harmony, too. Lots of different species. It's really beautiful. It's like New Orleans. Let's talk boats, Jordan. Okay. What's the biggest boat you've ever been on? <sighs> biggest boat I've ever been on? Um, 
I was on there during the aforementioned job at Fuel TV. We did a a, a series of segments in the Cayman Islands, and we were on. A, we went on a boat to a Stingray Island. What does that mean? That is a an area that is out in the middle of the water, or out in the middle of the ocean. So you you boat out to the middle of the ocean, and it you know it looks like a place where it would be deep. You're far away from shore, but you you know, for some weird reason, out this far is just a little sand dune or something. So it looks like you would just fall in the ocean, but you can really, like, walk around. And that's where stingrays live. And then they, you go out there, and you pet them, and then they put them on you, and you take a picture. It seems like something you best you, you would be advised to avoid. Yeah, you know, and, it, and they, they insisted that it was safe, but the guy who was telling us it was safe... Uh, did not seem like a man who knew what he was talking about. He looked like he was covered in stings of any kind? This is, yeah, uh, this is a man who looked like he should be selling you a yard of margarita at a Jimmy Buffett concert. They ain't called hug rays, you know what I mean? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. But he insisted they were fine. I did not get stung. I had a nice picture with the stingray, and uh, yeah. Oh, so we are, we are uh, pulling up to Dick Island as we speak. So what do we see? Uh, corpses of birds. Yeah, lots of bird. Oh, yeah, they come here to die. Aw. Boy, yeah, it really smells terrible. Um, it seems like the other birds have been pecking apart the corpses. That There's a wing with some meat on it. There's a, a bird set of bird legs sort of having the, the tide lap at it. There's a fair amount of human garbage out here, too. And I mean actual trash. I don't mean people who, you know, aren't contributing to society. Yeah. Boy, yeah, this is uh, this is more depressing than I thought it b- would be. Yeah, I thought it'd be like a fun adventure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it seems to just there be goes a, a bird with a broken wing. Seems to be a graveyard. Yep, that bird's got a broken wing. But yeah, uh, if he if he wanted, it seems to be a, there seems to be a full carton of soy milk as well. So you know that's nice if any of the birds are lactose intolerant. They've got an option. This really is sort of a nightmare place. Yeah, it's totally a nightmare place. There's a tie point. What's that tied to? Oh, yeah. So there's a rope, and it's just tied to a spike. It seems like maybe there was a point in history where people did take little boats out here. There definitely was, because my former barber, Jerry, is a lifelong Angelino Mm -hmm. and an elderly man, and he told me that he courted his wife on this lake. Really? And I'm going to shove us off here. I think we. I think our visit to Dick Island is uh, is over. Uh, he also told me that. Uh, wait, no. I read in the news on Friday that they found a dead body here. Yeah, very recently. I think we've we've talked about that in the in the materials leading up to this voyage. But yeah, there was very recently a dead body discovered here. Uh, yeah, and I think this is a you know one of the number one places in LA to stash a dead body. I mean, that's you know, you got Griffith Park. Right. You hide it there so a hiker can find it. Yeah. Or, or a jogger. Mountain lion. Yeah. Like P-23. Is that that celebrity mountain lion? Yeah. It had a baby. It had a secret baby that no one knew about. Did you know that? The whole time? So Yeah, the whole time. So P-23 is a celebrity mountain lion that lives in Griffith Park. Not to be confused with U-571, which is a submarine movie that's actually pretty enjoyable. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I think they should make a movie about P-23, the celebrity mountain lion. But uh, she lives Would in Griffith American Park. Would he be American or Russian? Huh? Would he be American or Russian? I mean, it depends on who they get to play him. And it's a, it's a woman. Right. I would think Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Uh, because, you know, she's so strong, and but also down to earth. Right. So I think she'd make a good uh, celebrity mountain lion. But they thought that P-23 had some babies, 
but they died. Uh-huh. It's very sad. Uh-huh. Came out, and so this is all, you know, this is all information you get with night vision cameras that are placed around the park by the, you know, parks department. And it was really fun to see the babies for a while. And by creepos. Yeah, by creepos. Uh, by the parks department and masturbators, which are, um, you know, one in the same sometimes. Right, sure. I think our nation's parks department probably has a fair amount of illicit masturbators. But they also probably do a lot of good work, too. So, you know, who am I to judge? Uh, so anyway, we thought the babies died. Very sad. Came out last week. Secret baby. Really? Yeah. It's very cute. Lots of fun night vision of this secret baby. I think its name is P46. I like the naming convention for these lions, too. What is the naming convention? Uh, P, P stands for mountain P lion. P plus another, plus a number. Okay. Yeah. So it's sort of like U571. Yeah, exactly. Like that submarine movie that I hear is surprisingly enjoyable. Yeah. La, 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 la. Uh, so to continue the chat portion. Yeah. So you're about to leave for the holidays. Yeah. What are your What are your family holiday plans? Do you guys stay with an in-law when you're uh, when you're doing Christmas? This year we are actually staying at the home of Casper Hauser's Rob Bedecker. Okay. Uh, Rob has uh, family in Kentucky or mm-hmm. something. Sure. And uh, so we're going to take care of his dogs mm-hmm. and take advantage. These some of... nice dogs. I hope so. Have you met the dogs? I haven't met the dogs yet. Okay. They, I hope that we don't, like, walk in there and they attack us and eat us. That would be... Oh, boy. Sounds like a bummer of a Christmas to be killed and eaten by dogs. <laughs> I mean, it really doesn't matter what you're getting killed and eaten by. It's really going to put a, a cramp on your this is, Christmas I mean, style. that would be worse than the Christmas where I wanted a Ninja Turtles pizza wagon and I got a Ninja Turtles pizza shooter. I mean, that was a bad Christmas, Does but... the wagon come with a shooter? Mm, I think every Turtles accessory shoots pizzas to some degree but the right. shooter it's if, if you really wanted to get some range on those pizzas can i ask you a serious teenage mutant ninja turtles question please i might not be able to answer but i'll do my best i don't remember them shooting pizzas in the f- television program or the film yeah or the comic book yeah i mean i think pizza shooting was you know something you can add to the toys because the the pizza discs are you know pretty 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 easy to, to cram into a launcher, right? So yeah, I mean I think that was added to the toy line, but I don't think that had any basis in Ninja Turtles continuity. I mean I think they threw pizzas like themselves, but I don't think they had equipment that launched pizzas. They threw pizzas? Well, I mean I'm thinking about the opening where Raphael he's cool but rude. Right. He takes a slice and then throws the rest of the pizza at the camera. Is he not a party dude? No, it's Michelangelo. He's the party dude. Yeah. Raphael is cool but rude. What's your favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja? Oh, it was Raphael. Because he's cool but rude? Because he was cool but rude. I had you picked as more of a party dude. Yeah, you know, uh, I was was all Raph all the time as a kid. What was Raphael's weapon? Uh, He had these size, which which are like ninja daggers. I think I liked that weapon better. Those are the sort of like fork shaped ones? Mm hmm. Yeah, Michelangelo had a very annoying voice, too. Yeah. I think they probably all had annoying voices. Yeah, I mean, it was a cartoon show. Yeah, when we were kids. In the, 1989. Yeah, the, uh, the, like, understated dude, you know, the, like, understated, you know, I feel like now when you watch cartoons, it's all, like, you know, alt comics doing these kind of small, you know, those small voices. But when we were kids, it was all this. This was the voice that cartoon characters had. 
And it is very, very jarring when you hear that in, in things nowadays because it has not aged well. I've been watching a lot of Paw Patrol lately. Mm, what goes on on Paw Patrol? Uh, it's about a family of cool pups mm-hmm. and their trainer. Mm-hmm. Each one of the them... human trainer? Yeah, he's a boy. Okay. A human boy. Mm-hmm. Each one of them has a special power related to emergencies. Okay. And then... Like uh, one knows the Heimlich Maneuver? Not that far off. I mean, one special power, mm-hmm. they, ha- they have backpacks, and out of the backpacks come a, a, something that makes their emergency powers more effective. Okay. So one of them is green. His emergency power is recycling. Mm. And well, his- I mean, our planet is in a state of emergency, Jesse. You roll your eyes a little bit at that, but I mean... What kind of world are we leaving for our children? Seems like an emergency to me. His power is, out of his backpack comes a claw that he can use to pick up recycling. (laughs) Which I guess is how they finance their escapades. Sure, yeah, just with cans and bottles. Yeah. You know, if they do it in Maine, if it's Maine-based, you get extra. Oh, do you? I think it's ten versus five. No, that's pretty good. Two and a half for cans, maybe it is. Well, if you've got an escapade to finance, seems like a pretty good way to do it. So these are like helpful dogs. It's a family of dogs. A a boy. So there's a fire dog. Mm -hmm. There's a policeman dog. Right. There's this recycling dog. Mm -hmm. There's a stunt pilot dog. Okay. There's a hovercraft dog. So the emergency is a movie that's having some third act problems. Yeah. Stunt dog comes in. Yeah. And creates the necessary spectacle. They really are very broad-ranging in their definition of emergencies. Like, sure. there's one where they save some pirates. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not... What does that have to do with anything? I mean, I, what, I mean, what kind of issue are the pirates having? Too much booty. Not enough rescue dogs? Sure. I don't know. I mean, it seems like they're just trying to, you know, cast a wide net so they, you know... Two seasons into this thing, they're not out of dog adventures. Yeah, I mean, Paw Patrol... What it, I think what it reveals is it reveals the it reveals the extent to which all you really need to get a little boy to like something and mm-hmm. some little girls as well sure is just a system of powers mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter that much what the powers are. And it doesn't matter that much what the system is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter what the characters are as long as they're color-coded. Sure. Color-coding is absolutely essential. That is a central part of it. Yeah, you want a color color and then a power that relates to that color in some way. Right. Or that you can identify with that. So, like, if I say your color is green, Mm -hmm. you would say your power is a claw Mm -hmm. that picks up recycling. What is that floating in the lake, do you think? It looks gross. It's something dead. No doubt about that. Probably just a dead bird, huh? So, here's the thing about... Oh, I hope it's not a kraken. Here's the thing about Paw Patrol. So, I, I hate Paw Patrol. Mm-hmm. My Kids son, love it. My son Simon's completely fucking obsessed with it. Mm. He's getting Paw Patrol for Christmas. I had a talk with Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And, um... I have to say, as horrible as it is... Mm-hmm. It's still significantly better than anything that I watched. And so yeah. I try and remind myself of that. Mm-hmm. That, like, basically, other than Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street, 
anything that I watched was nightmarish horse garbage. Yeah, I mean, with the, the, the children's entertainment gap between our generation and this generation is so mighty. Heathcliff is a show I watched. Sure. It was about a cat. I think just like now they have realized, and I don't know if this is the case with Paw Patrol or not, but if you just make something a little bit good, it's not that much harder, and then you can get adult nerds into it. Yeah, well, I. my son also is really into uh, My Little Pony. Sure. Ponies are magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he will give me a fucking stern talking to mm. on the subject of My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Well, do you have misconceptions about it? Yeah, well, sometimes I, I'm not sure what power I have when he tells me what guy I am. Mm. It really seems like you're getting more and more water on your side. Where is it coming in? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know, maybe it's through the uh, where the pedal is attached. There's a little hole. And I think some water is splashing up through the pedal hole. Okay. We can manage that. Do you think these geese will attack us because we're on, we're invading the shaft of Dick Island? We're trying to get at their uh, carcasses. I will say that the shaft of, we were, the, the Dick Island we were describing was ball country. The sheer volume of dead and broken birds. Yeah. Is really disheartening. It's pretty foul. Let's go backwards. Oh, I'm going to confirm it. Uh, my pedal hole is where the water is shooting out of. So I think as we as there? we pedal, the you know rotor or whatever is uh, throwing water up and it's getting into this pedal hole, which is not airtight. I'm gonna maybe try and kick my pedal hole closed. Anyway, but yeah, yeah, there's about an inch of standing water down there now. Totally, I could splash around in there for a little bit. Nice Same. older ladies going to the 99 cent store. Saying hello. We're coming back from the 99 cent store. I don't know. Well, they have the bag, so they're probably coming back from it. Uh, maybe they're just environmentally conscious. That's true. You could be. You could reuse your bag from the 99 cent store. Gross. Um, I said gross because I touched the side. I was not saying that the 99 cent store is gross. It's a pretty good place to get a VHS of Men in Black 2. <laughs> Absolutely. It's probably the best place to get that. Yeah. I mean, I guess ideally you could go to a swap meet and get one that's been laid out on a beach towel. I think your top place you're going to want to get it is the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Where? The warehouse. Okay. Uh, your second place would be mm-hmm. a swap meet where it's laid out on a towel. Mm-hmm. Your third place is going to be the 99 cent store. There's a lot of great places to get a VHS of Men in Black too. Can I give you a, a fourth place candidate? Mm-hmm. Uncle's Basement. Sure. He's got it down there. He saved it for you. He remembers you like that movie. Mm-hmm. That's nice of him. So you have something to watch when you come over to his house. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of kid stuff, but... He's trying. Uh, so so what should our strategy be? So we've explored Dick Island. We've been thoroughly depressed by the combination of human trash and bird corpses. Uh, I, there's not a lot else to see. I mean, should we... And we are... I, I should say that we are at the direct other end of the lake, uh, away from where we launched the boat. So is there a place to dock, or should we head back to the launching pad or the launching what have you well we should talk about what we're going to do with this boat okay oh after we get done yeah sure uh well i mean you had you stored it in your office garage for a while yeah could you leave it there and then try and resell it on craigslist yeah i mean we could put it on ebay sure 
I mean, people would, I mean, now that it was used in this historic broadcast, I mean, everybody's going to want a piece. I think we should put it on eBay. Yeah, I think so. How much do you think you can get for it? What'd you, uh, what, so what'd you pay for it, I guess? Uh, we, together. Sure. This is a joint venture, so you paid half. Okay. Uh, I think we paid about $200 for it. All right. Um, and really, that was the best deal we could get. At do you want to push us away from that curb? No, I don't want to touch that. All right. Let's pedal. Curb's gross. Oh, God. There's some floating bone flesh. Yeah. There sure is a lot of grizzly meat yeah. in the water. This is this is a place of this is a place of death. Ooh boy! Now that I notice it, my pedal hole is is uh it's really gushing. Is it really? Yeah. Every time we pedal. Every time we pedal, a new sploosh comes in. Yeah, this does seem like a joke in a movie about the apocalypse, where people take a vacation on a gross corpse lake. So what do we do with? So yeah, we so I guess. So if we want to sell the boat on eBay, which I think is a pretty good idea, we can't abandon it. Right. Which is what I wanted to do. I kind of I just wanted to, to jump out too. of the boat and then run away. I mean, you don't want to leave it for the city to deal with, but, you know, that's what I pay taxes for. Right. So, so for people homeless to... people can steal this boat and go for a joyride. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be fun for the homeless. That's true. I, you know, they don't have a lot of, you know, leisure activities. Your side really is getting dangerously watered. Yeah, so maybe we should think about... A minute again, I don't think we've mastered steering yet. But maybe we should think about trying to go back into the... To the dock. Okay. I think we can do this. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite boat of all time, Jordan? Favorite boat of all time? Boy, that's a tough one. I'm gonna say... Can I guess? Yeah. Banana boat? Oh, you're taking. I thought you maybe like a boat from pop culture, like a famous boat from film and television. I'm talking about banana boat from the sunscreen. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's nice. It's a nice uh, it's a nice lotion. Keeps from getting burned. I'll guess your favorite boat. Okay. Um, Did I guess it? Was that right? That was yeah. It's actually banana boat. Got it. I think your favorite boat is gravy boat. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what carries the gravy. <laughs> gravy is great. Yeah, it's nice to have some gravy, you know? You know, I make gravy a lot, but I genuinely don't understand what's in it or how it works. Hard to say. It's grease and milk. Yeah. It's not a bad combo. I mean, that's what ice cream is. I have tried to uh, follow my mom's um, ritual of saving all the grease in uh -huh. order to make gravy later. Uh-huh. And I do like the gravy that the saved grease produces. Uh-huh. But I don't like having a thing of grease. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know if there's like a like a caddy for my grease jar, maybe like so on you, Etsy. So you have a jar. Yeah. But what you don't have, you want a second jar to contain your jar? I don't know. Or just something to where it doesn't look like I have a jar of grease. What about a cozy? Yeah, maybe a cozy. What about a koozie? Koozie sounds good. So maybe I'd, I'll just, you know, find someone on Etsy, send them my jar dimensions and see what they can knit for it. What kind of grease are you saving? Like bacon grease. What other kinds? Uh, you know, like a pork chop or something. Pork, usually. That's the best grease. No, I mean, come on. Well, duck. Come on. Duck well, I'm not cooking pork. duck at home. What do you think, I'm some kind of a home duck cook? Yeah, sure. Nah, I'm not. You have misjudged me, sir. I would never cook a duck at home. I have too much respect for them. Pigs? I hate them. 
I'm happy to cook them in my house. Is that because they don't sweat? Mm-hmm. La, 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 la. So, okay, I am starting to get worried that we won't be able to make it back to the boat landing. Is there a way we could just go to the side and then drag it up? I think we should try and get back to the boat landing. Okay. I think we can do this. Yeah. I think the system that we've... Our navigation system right now... Mm-hmm. You're worried because your feet are getting... Yeah, my feet are now drooping into the water with each pedal. Let's get a Baryonyx over here. Let's see what he thinks. Hey, Baryonyx, come over here. Okay. Here, Baryonyx from MaximumFun.org. How, how are... Hi, hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm glad this boat's seaworthy. We think that it might be tough to make it back to the landing. Yeah. We were thinking if we just pushed it to the side, is this possible to drag up? Or to drag it along the edge. The other option is we drag it around the edge of the Oh, lake. yeah. that's yeah, Someone could grab the rope and pull us to the landing. Better. Yeah, let's do yeah, that. I think we should definitely stay in here. Yeah. Lap of luxury style. Oh, absolutely. If I can back it up, I can grab the... Maybe we got this. Nope. What do you think this green clouding is? Uh, There's like a bright green cloud that we've drifted into. I'm pretty sure that's the stuff. Mm. You know, from the movie The Stuff. Oh, sure. So it's a yogurt that creates monsters? Yeah. Some sort of monster yogurt. Uh, no law enforcement uh, have have well, bothered us. Well, I mean, there's been a fair amount of law enforcement just... Oh, they're just dealing with other issues. They have other concerns. Yeah, that aren't guys podcasting where they shouldn't be is it inappropriate that we're making a baryonyx drag us in a boat uh i don't think so i mean i don't think we made him he seems he seemed to be anxious to drag us he's really doing a great job he's doing he's very powerful we're about to hit a duck corpse that's cool though the baryonyx is successfully steering us around this duck yeah corpse. boy he's great at this I'll help a little bit. I'll steer with my hand here. I'll push us off this doodad. Yeah, he's he's doing great. He's an official employee of Max Fun. Yeah, full well, time. He's, he's earning his uh, Christmas bonus. Yeah. He did get a Christmas bonus. There you go. Every single employee at Maximum Fun gets a fine fat goose. That's good. That's been dredged out of this lake. It's been soaking okay. in the stuff. The geese in this lake are neither fine nor fat. <laughs> They are bloated, but I think that's with chiggers. <laughs> Goose chiggers? Yeah, I think they're filled with chiggers. The scraping you hear is the boat scraping along the side. It's just going really well. Hey, guys. We're just waving to the people hanging out in MacArthur Park. They're like, man, I just came here to gamble on checkers. <laughs> and I get to see a podcast taking place. How thrilling. I'm excited that we've pressed uh, this guy who showed up to watch, Patrick, mm -hmm. into uh, pallet carrying. Whoa! <laughs> but I mean, I think everybody can have some ownership over what, what's going on. You know, you can... I mean, I think this will definitely be a historic broadcast. Yeah, I think so. This will probably this be, go into go the National with, Archives. This is going to go down with the great the great broadcasts of history, like I mean, that time Geraldo opened Al Capone's safe. Sure. I was going to say War of the Worlds. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. That's but, uh, yeah, just other audio audio you know recordings. But 
Uh, yeah, but I mean, I think everybody's just excited to say, I was there when. You know, uh, like when when Patrick's grandkids yeah. come up to him and say, Grandpa, Grandpa, Did today you know we're learning March? about we're learning about when Jordan and Jesse did their historic broadcast from MacArthur Park Lake. And he can say, come sit on my knee and let me tell you about the fact that I was the one who carried the pallet. In the future, all schools will be progressive schools. Sure. And all progressive schools will do a unit mm-hmm. on number 300 through 500 of the iTunes podcast charts mm-hmm. in 2015. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's what's collectively known as the sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> that's where all the good podcasting happens. Grandpa, Grandpa, did it have a format? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was meandering. Uh, this is great. Yeah, so I mean, I, I guess I can understand why everybody is so anxious to help out. Because they they get what's going on. They understand that they're participating in something important. Sure, it's like being at Woodstock. You know, you could feel like this is important. I'm not 100% certain that a Barionex has, uh, like, wor- workplace disability insurance. Oh, like if he sprains his... a stevedore on the job. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I guess just ideally he wouldn't hurt himself. Yeah. We're going fast, by the way. He is dragging us at a pretty high rate of speed. Yeah, well, you know, this is how you... Uh, Transport goods mm-hmm. down the mighty Mississippi. Sure. Uh, that's how Abarian X got his pen name, Mark Twain. Oh. He does have a famous wit. He does. <laughs> and he wrote that great short story about those frogs. Sure. Oh, yeah. You don't have to tell me about the many <laughs> Ouch. Uh, accomplishments of Abarian X slash Mark Twain. Oh, okay. So the landing where we need to dock the boat is now covered in goose. Geese. Many gooses. We're going to have to upset their social uh, structure if we want to dock this thing. So far, by the way, we have been greeted with what I would describe as distant, impassive stares. Yeah. By people using the park. People think that it is, it's novel, but it's not weirding anyone out. No one seems that interested or, uh, yeah, or, or worried about what we're doing. It seems fine. Do you think this is the same thing that happened when there was a dead body floating around in here? Yeah, maybe maybe they're just uh maybe people are just used to this being a place of weirdness. We've made it all the way back. Thanks to Obarian X. Hey, this is great. Yeah, we're we're coming up on the shore now and there's a squeeze it under the dock. <laughs> Anybody wanna squeeze it? It seems to be uh still have the cap on, so if you want to fish it out, it looks like yeah, to be red. Huh? Uh oh yeah, where should we I mean we should yeah, maybe just up on the concrete we can upset these geese a little bit. We can go this way. Yeah. We'll help you a little. Splish, splash. Whoa. Ah! That's pretty good. That was great. Yeah. So it Let looks like we can land. we could probably drink, drag it up at this point. Is this the end? Well, I think we haven't addressed the question of whether we're keeping this boat. Oh, yeah. No, I like it. I like it. Let's drag it up to the parking space, uh-huh. put it up on eBay, and uh-huh. uh, people can uh, bid on a little piece of history. Okay. Yeah. What, what, are, you, what are the other options? What are you, you seem like you're considering something else. Viking funeral. Oh, we, <laughs> we, we shove it out and see if somebody can launch a fire arrow onto it? Yeah. I mean, that's who do we know that can launch a fire arrow? I don't know. Patrick, do you know how to shoot a fire arrow? I could probably improvise. Uh, I don't know. I think he can improvise, but I'm not buying it. 
Yeah. Well, it's just because he's wearing an army jacket. He can I mean, shoot if, a fire arrow. I think if the in the next he's wearing pink pants and purple shoes, that's not fire arrow close. No, Wait sir. a minute, that is fire arrow close. Yeah, that's exactly who would know how to shoot a fire arrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that guy just got back from wavy gravy camp. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got the he's got some of the colors on of uh, Marvel's famous archer Hawkeye. Oh, that's true. So yeah, maybe maybe he is the most qualified to launch a fire arrow into this non-wooden boat that probably wouldn't catch fire if a fire arrow hit it. Yeah, we'd have to put some lighter fluid in here and some kindling. Yeah, sure. It would probably just melt to the bottom. Okay, so Viking Funeral, sell it on eBay. Are there any other options? Just abandon it, run away, and see if we see teens in it later. If we abandon it, and we put it up on Craigslist free. How long do you think it would take? Oh, just like, attention, there's a boat on MacArthur Park Lake. You can come get it. Yeah. I mean, I like that. Let's ask, let's ask Obari next. What do you, what do you he think? He really earned a say-so in this conversation. So thank you for dragging us, by the way. So should we drag this back to the garage and try and sell it on eBay or just tie it up and say on Craigslist that it's out here? Ooh, that's very tempting. It would be fun to see who gets it. Yeah, I like the latter. Okay. Ibari next wants us to just tie it up and then let's put it do up it. Free let's go over Craigslist. there to that little, you know, nubbin there, that metal nubbin. There's a cleat about what do you put that about forty feet away from it's us? More of a nubbin than a cleat, but sure. Would you characterize gonna... this as a cleat? No, it's more of a nubbin. I don't know, Jordan. Well, potato, potato. I'm not trying to pull your card here, but hold on. I just want to point out something really. Just want to point out something. Just want to point out something really sweet that's happening. There are two men walking together. They're both wearing, like, windbreakers. These are men in their, I don't know, let's say late 30s, early 40s, dad types. Right. Two dads, and they are just walking along with a bag of bread, feeding the ducks. And they're stout. Isn't that nice? They're stout men. Yeah. You know, they're... they're... Like, hey, let's get away from the wife and kids for a little bit. Right. Go down to the lake, feed the ducks. Do you think they call this their man cave? I mean, uh... Yeah, I mean, I think this is kind of the world's man cave. You know, I see some uh, local businessmen walking down the road here. Oh, interesting. There's a guy in a necktie. Do you think they're about to meet the... Do you think this, these guys are all have a duck feeding club? One assumes they're, they're here to buy some horse. Yeah. <laughs> or a horse. Yeah. Do you, these guys, do you think this is bread, or do you think the guys are feeding these ducks drugs? Well, they sure seem excited about it. Hard to say what's going on. I've never been that excited about bread. Yeah. Not even when you're at a nice place like the Tassajara Bakery. Oh, sure. Okay, so let's. I, I like the idea. Let's tie it up. We'll run upstairs, put it on Craigslist, and we'll see how long it uh, how long it stays here. And I apologize if it stays out, you know, too long, and a nice city worker has to remove it because that's a pain in the butt. But hopefully, a you know, a nice how boat. How many people are gonna go? Question is, how many people are gonna get into it and use it before someone comes and picks it up? That's a concern. Do you think a teen or a vagrant is gonna get in here, realize that it doesn't steer very well? And be stranded on the lake? Could be. I mean, yeah, maybe and maybe they'll become like the legendary feral man of Dick Island. <laughs> like, they'll have to live on Dick Island and people will say, oh, when the moon is full, the feral man of Dick Island comes out. Let's do it. Tie it up. What are your concerns? We could raise money for charity. Sure. But the problem is, all that raising money for charity... Mm-hmm. Would also, we would also have to pull it up that ramp. Sure. Which I'm not interested in doing, and Abarianex already put in his work. Sure, Abarianex doesn't need to. No, get we're not going to make. No, we're not going to make this guy drag the thing around. Yeah. Okay. Let's just tie it up. We'll each give a little something nice to our favorite charity. 
Yeah. Because this has been really fun. Right. I don't think either of us wants to drag. And this boat is disgusting now, by the way. It has been in gross water. Right. So why don't we do this? We'll, we'll tie the boat up. We'll each give a little something to our favorite charity. Done. Because we're lazy. There you go. Do you think we can pilot By charity, I mean uh, give to a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> name charity? Yeah, name charity. Yeah. Okay, so the plan is we're going to try and get to that cleat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I can pedal this anymore. <laughs> I think it is uh, filled with water to the point where I would just be sloshing around. This is a real thrill. This is a real thrill. This is, I mean, the part where we're being dragged is leisurely and fun. We are approaching the nubbin. Ubari, next you can see you it? see the nubbin there? What's the Craigslist post going to say? Free boat. Works pretty good. One. 420 friendly. <laughs> no drama. <laughs> Hot shaved boat. Beef, <laughs> B4M, boat for man. I can look it up. Or woman, I guess. This does seem like more of a masculine boat, though. That's just kind of the vibe I'm getting from it. Patrick, do you want to post this on Craigslist real quick? Sure. Just. I'm gonna... I feel like a Baryonyx may be doing actual knots. Yeah. Is that a knot that you know how to tie? No. Okay, you're just you're I'm just trying to figure. Well, out. you're improvising in a really impressive way. It's, you really okay. have the courage of your convictions when it comes to this knot that ah. you don't know how to do. <laughs> looks pretty good. That's a great knot. Let's see if we try and get out and then splash in the water. Okay, you want to put your microphone away? Jordan successfully out. I'm talking into my bag. Time for my turn. Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.